Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Welcome to this episode of the More Than Just a Type podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you are new here, welcome. You are in for a treat today. Sarah Miller is back sharing with us her wisdom. Now, you might know Sarah Miller on social media as Serendipity Coaching, or you might know her from the last episode that we did together on this podcast, which is episode number 137. So if you haven't listened to episode 137 yet, you might want to go back and check it out after you listen to this one so that you can learn more about Sarah and hear all about her story. Sarah is a neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, therapeutic applied percussion and mindset coach. She has been living with type 1 diabetes for just over 10 years and she has been plant-based for just over a year and a half. She also hosts the podcast called Serendipity with Sarah Miller. In this episode today, Sarah is actually working with me on one of my limiting beliefs, one of the current ones that I had around diabetes, and she helped me overcome it. So we were like, why don't we just share it with you guys because maybe you have limiting beliefs around diabetes or with anything actually, it doesn't even have to be diabetes related, that you want to overcome or You might even just be able to relate to the limiting belief that I share on this episode today, and it might help you to hear how we busted through this. So you'll get a behind the scenes view of the technique that Sarah uses to help me bust through this limiting belief that I had, and it might just help you bust through some of your own limiting beliefs, or perhaps we share a similar limiting belief. If this episode is helpful to you or it inspires you in some way, please take a second to leave a five-star rating or review because that way it will help to expand the reach of this podcast and make it possible for other people to find this show and benefit as well. All you have to do is scroll down on your device and tap the stars to rate the podcast or tap to leave a quick review and let me know what you enjoyed most about this episode today or what you enjoy most about this podcast. And if you do enjoy this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe because that way you won't miss out on weekly episodes or bonus content. Thank you so much for your support of this show. All right. I will see you on the other side of this episode. Yeah. It's crazy when I was thinking of like just racking my brain of all the limiting beliefs. I'm like, because I I have had so many and just thinking back, I'm like, there's a whole whack that I've had to kind of work through. And some of them, like, it wasn't like I was trying to work through them. They just kind of I don't know. <laughs> disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. So I was really struggling actually to think of something that was, I don't know, I felt was really resonating. 
Yeah, there's so many. And it was really funny because like I sort of had the same experience when you shared some of your limiting beliefs with me. I was like, I had that too. Yeah. Like, especially around relationships and like sex and Mm -hmm. like when we're wearing our devices. And actually I had a crazy idea the other day, um, which I'd love to run by you. What about if we got a bunch of diabetics together to do like a photo shoot in their devices? That would be so cool. Just celebrate it. I would, that's such a good idea. I've actually thought of, um, because I, when I first moved to LA, I was doing a lot of different modeling stuff and that that was like what I wanted to do. And then I was like, oh, imagine if there was like a Maxim, but it was like all people with diabetes wearing their like insulin pumps of like, oh. Yes, there totally should be. Actually, when you said um, when you were younger and you were flicking through magazines and Mm -hmm. you were always looking out for someone who had diabetes and there never was anyone in the magazines or, you know, models or anything like that where they're wearing their diabetes technology. And like, yeah, as a young girl, like you just you don't want to feel different and you want to see that there's someone who is glorified as like beautiful Mm -hmm. or like as a model who is a diabetic as well. There is one um, that I follow on Instagram. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she's a really famous model, huge following on Instagram, and she is a diabetic and she's always sharing posts of her, like, injecting insulin. That's and cool. Yeah, it's it's really great. But I totally agree, like, maximum for diabetes. Yeah, <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, because and like, that, when I was younger, we, there was no social media, right? So it was yeah. hard to find someone that was relatable on that level. Totally. Yeah. It's because I was diagnosed at 18. I, it wasn't something Mm. that really affected me. Like I guess when I was going through like my magazine phase and all of that, I was um, younger and I didn't have diabetes. But when you mentioned it, I was like, yeah, that is so true. It's sort of like the plus size model thing. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like, we used to only see girls of a particular um, body weight and shape mm-hmm. in magazines. So I really love that they're starting to implement like all shapes and sizes in fashion magazines now. Yeah. And there now that you mention it too, I think Aerie had, there was an issue, I don't know, I forget what her name is, but she has red hair and she was wearing an insulin pump in one Amazing. of their, yeah. So. Oh, so great. I know. Yeah. Same with like um, music artists. Having worked in the music industry, there was one of our artists that I was looking after and she would just always rock her pump on stage like when she was performing and it was just so empowering and uplifting. I I loved seeing it. Yeah. Um, And she, yeah, she was all for it. Like she would talk about it on her social media and I think it's, it's so important that we have like role models like that in the community to be sharing their diabetes experience as well and celebrating it. So mm-hmm. let's circle back to that photo shoot idea. Yes, I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll make it happen. Yes. Um, yeah, and then, okay, so going back to like limiting belief stuff, I <laughs> the, when I mentioned like the whole dating thing, because I've been in a relationship for a long time now, but part like when I was thinking of them, I'm like, I was like picturing if I was single, I'm like, I wonder if I would still – all of the set, like now I don't have any insecurities around it, but I was like, I wonder if I would like on the first date or something, you know, like, yeah. I just feel like I wouldn't know until I was You're in, that, in that position. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Um, 
Well, um, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I've been in a relationship for a little while, but um, so I don't know. But when I was like dating, I would like run off to the toilet to do my Mm -hmm. insulin on a date because especially on a first date, like I, I just those yeah limiting beliefs were like just brewing away and I was like oh what are they gonna think of me like do I really want to be having this conversation on a first date are they gonna think I'm needy are they gonna think something's gross or wrong with me but yeah yeah I I know what you mean like sometimes they just sort of disappear or we learn things along the way that help us Mm -hmm. work through them subconsciously and we didn't even realize that they dropped away but then if we're put back in that situation would they still be a thing. Yes. Or like, do you wear an insulin pump? I don't. I was for a couple of years, but no, now I'm back old school, um, finger pricks and, uh, insulin pens. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I've have only been on an insulin pump for like two or three years, but I'm like, I wonder, like, that would be weird. Like on a first, like if you're about to have sex or something and then you're like taking off your clothes but it's like you have this tube that's just like it's like where do I put it so I was like thinking about that I'm like that would be awkward like the whole injection thing is not that that's fine (laughs) but navigating like a whole new thing so that was such a thing for me like um the insulin pump thing I would often take mine out if I was having sex yeah (laughs) this is a safe space right we could talk about this yeah (laughs) it's such a Sorry, you go. No, it's just such a a thing that like, I mean, we all go through it, but yet no one really talks about it. So exactly. So yeah, let's talk about it. Like, let's be real because I'm sure, you know, if you and I have experienced it, then there's so many other diabetics who have, Mm -hmm. like I would take mine off, but the little, um, cause I would wear mine in my bum, Mm -hmm. um, because I was actually really self-conscious about scarring Mm -hmm. and I actually still have quite a few scars left over from my pump, like the, the side. Yeah. And it's still something I'm a little bit subconscious about and something that still goes through my head, actually, especially if I am getting intimate because I'm like, Oh, they're looking at my scars. I did actually have a guy ask me, he's like, did I do that to you? Are they bruises? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) that's funny yeah yeah so even though you can remove the pump the little cannula is still on your skin so Mm -hmm. there's still something there that's obviously a little bit uncommon yeah and do you have a cgm too a dexcom um I don't at the moment but I did have the cgm but again like I was just um the tape was really irritating on my Mm -hmm. skin it would often leave a mark afterwards and I think that was like the big reason I moved away from the pump and my CGM because I was getting scars yeah um all over my body and I was like oh like I don't want scars all over my body but it was really convenient and there are times when I do miss it and I mean a CGM is just life-changing do you know what I mean just to constantly see your blood sugar levels and to be able to adjust if you're going a little bit too high or low. Amazing. Yeah, totally. And I've heard that too. Like there's some people on Instagram that will reach out and they're like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm getting all of these weird things. I'm like, I don't know. Like I haven't had to struggle with that, but I know it's common. So yeah, exactly. I guess it's good that there's so many different um, pieces of technology now rather than just like the one size fits mm-hmm. all. I recently trialed the um, Freestyle Libre, which I really liked, mm. even though um, you have to wear it on your arm. Um, it was just super convenient because I was still getting that constant blood sugar 
um, monitoring and I was able to just pop my phone up to the device. And also when I took it off, no scarring whatsoever, no trace of it ever being there. So Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder how they compare, like what they use that's different for the. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Because the little sort of piece of tinsel that goes under your skin looked the same, but I think um, it was just sort of how it sits on your skin. And that one was on for two weeks. Wow. That's interesting. That's good to know for people yeah. that are <laughs> needing that. Totally. Yeah. Not sponsored or anything, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I, and then, yeah, I think the one, though, though that we kind of, that I talked to you about, um, just yeah. about feeling like I don't want to be labeled and this is actually funny so because and I feel like I just have an issue with being put into a box in every aspect of my life not just diabetes but um after I had emailed you and we were like going back and forth and I'm like okay I think this is like the limiting belief that like actually feels like the most that resonates like relevant yeah and then that same week because I had like when I first started my blog this was in 2017 um I had my URL it was diabetic fitness world and then I went through a period last year where I was like I don't know it was just weird I'm like just an identity thing I was like I'm gonna change my thing and switch over everything and switch my blog over um and my boyfriend he didn't know about it so like randomly he was like wait I thought your thing was this and I was like no and then he's like no but that was so good though and I was like why did I like have this weird thing. And then I'm like, oh, maybe it had to do with this limiting feeling that I have that, you know, so. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like, clearly it was like this, um, personal internal sort of like either limiting belief or internal conflict that you experienced, Mm -hmm. like for you to just go ahead and change it on your own. And First of all, like I love that you trust and back yourself enough to be able to make those decisions and you don't need to then go consult anyone else or seek that reassurance. So that's really cool in itself. (laughs) But at the same time, now you're like, why did, yeah, why did I do that? You know? So, and that's the thing about limiting beliefs. They just pop up and cause us to do things and behave and feel and think in certain ways. Like it's so ingrained and deep rooted that we don't even know why we're doing things that we're doing. So maybe this underlying subconscious sort of little internal conflict or limiting belief about being boxed in to a particular category because you're a diabetic, maybe it's influenced that behavior of you changing the URL. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you don't even realize until after you've done it, but what I like to tell people is your emotions and your behaviors and your habits, pay attention to them because they're actually really good little indicators of maybe what is going on in our subconscious and can actually sort of help us identify maybe what some of those deep-rooted limiting beliefs are. So yeah, pay attention to what you're doing in your everyday life, how you're feeling, because they're probably sending you a little bit of a message or a bit of a clue as to what's really going on in there. So it's great that you were able to connect all of those dots. Um, But then at the same time, I'm sure there's a part of you that is really, you know, you've built this amazing brand and this amazing business around diabetes and you're helping so many diabetics out there. And 
even as your boyfriend said, like it's so good because it's a point of difference, mm-hmm. right? It yeah. makes you unique and you're actually helping other people. So what I would, um, what I think's going on here is a little bit of an internal um, conflict. So there's a part of you that's really excited and wants to celebrate this diabetic side and build your brand and your business around it. But then there's this other part of you that's like, well, hold on. I don't want to be boxed into this. Like I don't want people to think I'm just a diabetic and they don't get to know the rest of me because obviously there is so much more to you. Um, But what I also find is that sometimes when there are two conflicting parts of us, like the part of you that wants to achieve the goal, but then there's another part of you that's self-sabotaging with the problem behavior because deep down you believe or feel a certain thing. It can cause us to self-sabotage. It can hold us back in certain ways. Um, So that's why I think today, if you're up for it, we do a little bit of a parts integration, um, which is one of the tools that I use in my coaching practices to just integrate those two parts because, and hopefully we won't know until we do it, but often what we find is that those two conflicting parts actually have the same motivation, the same goal, the same highest underlying intention. And until we unpack it a little bit more, we it's really hard to see that on a, from an outside perspective. So this tool, this parts integration will hopefully allow us to see that both of the parts have the same intention. Again, that might not be the case here. Um, but based on what you're describing, if they have the same underlying highest intention, then we can actually integrate those parts together. And hopefully this won't be uh, a problem for you anymore. Okay. Yeah, that sounds super exciting. And then I guess for people, because I feel like I mean, we've been talking back and forth, but like for everyone who tunes in and listens, it's like they weren't there from the beginning. They didn't read our emails. So (laughs) for anyone who's confused, I get like thinking of limiting beliefs because I have had a lot and I have worked through a lot of them. But what's coming up for me right now is this place where like I, I love what I do and I love that I can inspire people who have diabetes and I love just being a part of that and having that as my brand. And I love leading with that. But then there's a part of me that also feels like no one's going to see beyond that. And I feel like I'm a lot more than that. And like, even when people talk about it, they're they're like, oh, this is Taja, blah, blah, blah. She does this and she has a podcast on diabetes and it's like this and this. And then there you have it. Right. Like, and I always, I, yeah, I have an issue with just being labeled with anything. Cause I feel like everyone is so much more than even like their name, you know? (laughs) So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I guess it's like, um, like you said, there's so many different parts to us, but I guess you have uh, focused your business around the diabetes side of things. So when you're in that business mode, that is, that it's okay for that to be your identity because when you're in, when you're Taja um, helping diabetics in like the fitness and health industry, it's okay for you to wear that hat. So it's okay for your website and even your Instagram page to be built around that. And then obviously there's other parts of you that can be Um, shared in other ways. So, I mean, you could have multiple businesses and maybe there's another business that you could have that has nothing to do with diabetes. 
but the goal for that particular business is to help diabetics, right? Mm -hmm. So therefore it makes sense for you to wear that diabetes hat. Like I'm a diabetic. I've done this guys. I have lived it. I'm a lived experience. So it makes sense for you to wear that hat. And I totally, I totally get it because like having my own coaching business, I have um, denied about this and I still am umming and ahhing about it a little bit because I went in with the intention to be a coach for so many different people, right? For everyone. But what I've noticed is because I do have that lived experience of being a diabetic, I am attracting more diabetics, right? Because they're seeing what I do and they're like, okay, cool. That makes it possible for me to be able to do that as well. And it's just sort of organically happened that Mm -hmm. way. I had to sort of question that myself and go, well, do I just want to help diabetics? So I, I totally get it, but I'm also like, well, do you know what? Like there is, like I can still help anybody else and like I'm sure I will attract clients who don't just have diabetes, but um, but I'm also doing a really good thing by helping diabetics. Like mm-hmm. really they resonate with me. And also no matter what kind of coach or no matter what kind of business you have, not every single person is going to be your person, mm-hmm. right? But the people who resonate and find you and want to work with you, they obviously see the value and uh, in what you're doing and they connect with you. So um, it's important to remember that as well. Like with any business, no matter what you're doing, not everyone's going to to vibe with it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so important. I'm glad you said that. Um, and it reminds me too, just what you were saying. I I don't know, do you know Sahara Rose? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm reading her book right now, Discover Your Dharma. It's really good. And she said like the way she puts it is like your purpose is like an umbrella. So like it's not just like one thing. It's like an essence where like you might do many different things all under like this essence of a bigger, like if that makes sense. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Absolutely does. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, we stress or we feel like we have to stay in the thing that we've started, Mm -hmm. which is not the case. It's like, that would be boring. Do you know what I mean? We're here to go on a journey and we grow out of things as well. We evolve. Like the more we learn personally, like we know things now that we didn't know a few years ago. So maybe, um, like you are allowed to evolve your business as well, or you are allowed to start something new. I think that's what life's all about. Just being in flow, you mm-hmm. know, like I think you and I have discussed this like briefly before. It's like, we've had a few different careers in our time, you know, yeah. and there's things that have fallen away. There's things that have stuck with us and that's just what life's all about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun how everything kind of leads into something better. Like it doesn't make sense at the time necessarily. And then something else happens. Totally. Exactly. And like, it just, it's really cool to look back and be like, ah, if I hadn't have done that thing or hadn't have have experienced that thing, then I probably wouldn't be where I am now. Mm -hmm. So, and even the things that are really hard, you know, like I, um, speaking of books, I'm reading Matthew McConaughey's book at the moment, Nice. um, which is, yeah, it's, it's a really good read. Um, it's called green lights. And the point that he's making is like, even the things that are really the struggles that we go through in life and the challenges, um, they might seem like red lights or like 
you know, really horrible things at the time and we can't see like the light or the silver lining at the time. But then as we move through that and in hindsight, we look back, we realize there was a lesson. There was some gold in that. That needed to happen for me to be where I am now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so true. So I'd like, yeah, I totally resonate with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. If you currently want to lose weight, then you probably already know that a calorie deficit is the only way that fat loss is possible. And you probably also know that because your body is individual, so are the amount of calories it requires per day. But you might not know just how many calories you should actually be eating in order to achieve your weight loss goal. And if you're interested in discovering how many calories and macros, so macros are the amount of protein, carbs, and fat that your body needs individually, I've put together a tool that will help you. So this tool is completely free. I'm so excited to share it with you. Just go to tajakato.com forward slash calories to calculate your calories and macros for fat loss. Also linking to this in the show notes. Awesome. Okay. So, um, we have obviously like discussed off air and a little bit here, um, what we think the conflicting parts are. So are you happy to roll with, um, there's a part of you that loves leading your brand with diabetes, but there's also another part of you that feels like you're a bit boxed in or a bit defined by your diabetes. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah. Does that, that's, that works. That resonates. Yeah, that resonates. Awesome. Um, cool. Now I'll just have to ask you a couple of questions before we actually get into okay. the parts integration process. Um, so how is, or how has this been a problem for you? Um, feeling boxed in, I would say, um, it's more of like an internal, like just sort of, it's like, I wouldn't even call it a problem. It's more of sort of like a, like tension, like an inward tension of just kind of like, even if I write something and I'm going to post it on Instagram and I'm like, it's like I, that moment of like hesitation where I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm so much more than just like this one thing that I'm talking about. Or like, if I look at my feed and I've just been posting a bunch of diabetes related things and then I'm like, but like, I've done all of these other things, but I'm just like showing this one aspect of who I am, but it's like what resonates with people the most. Right. So, but I still have that hesitation of like, but is this really like my truth right now? Because I'm not just this one thing. So I wouldn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't stop me from doing things, but it definitely causes an internal sort of like, just like a little bump in the road where I'm like, I pause and I'm like, I don't know, like, does this feel good? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So it's not like coming with ease. Yes. Yeah. Which is what we want, you know, anything that we do in life, we want it to just like come with ease, Mm -hmm. like, especially when we're. We, if we're living our truth or if we're feeling um, really passionate about something, we want that just to be, yep, yeah, of course I'm going to share this and not to have that little 
inner self-doubt or that inner frustration or even inner sort of um, judgment mm-hmm. in a way because it's almost like you're you're aware of all the things that you have accomplished but maybe you're worried about people not knowing about them, about all of the other things that you have accomplished as well. So it's like that a little bit of that fear of judgment. Is that resonating in any way? Sort of. I feel like like I don't really need people to know everything that I've done, but it's more of like, like if they think of me as like, oh, Taja, the the girl with type 1 diabetes, you know, instead of like, oh, like maybe how I made them feel or something, right? Like it's just always going to be related to type 1. And then I don't like it's so weird because it's like a part of me is like, oh, that's so cool because I never had that when I was growing up. But then the other part, like even if my mom introduces me to like her neighbor, she's like, Oh, and then somehow diabetes gets brought up and then it's like my podcast and then it's like, but what about all these other things? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't need people to like know every detail about my personal life and like the things that I do. But yeah, I guess it's more of a feeling defined by anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And like that, that all makes a lot of sense. Um, I guess sort of what we're saying before, it's like, who is your audience? You know, like you've built this um, amazing audience and this amazing community, um, probably mostly of diabetics, right? Mm-hmm. Because they are your people for that particular brand and that particular business. And of course, there's so many other parts of you that um, need to be celebrated as well. And maybe it's about putting them on another platform maybe even another sort of Instagram page or in another business, but it's okay for that particular Instagram and that particular page to be about the diabetes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I know for me personally, like I've got my coaching page, which I post a bit of diabetes stuff on there, but then also stuff that has nothing to do with diabetes. Um, so then I find I have like, two different types of people like following me, but it's also really great that you have this thing that you can help diabetics with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to be celebrated, but let's get into the parts integration okay. and we'll see how we go. Yeah. I'm almost um, feeling like, as you were talking, I'm like, I think I'm getting way too attached to myself. If that that sounds really weird saying that, but like if I were to picture having a different Instagram that like wasn't all personal, like with my face and stuff, there'd be no problem. But because it's like a personal page, it makes me more atta- – like I need to be detached to myself because it's not – it's like so temporary, you know? Like I'm getting way too attached to what I'm doing, I think. I'm like right. overthinking yeah. it. yeah, okay. Yeah, actually um- – it's interesting you say that because then sometimes we can, you know, we hold on to it so tightly mm-hmm. and we we feel like we need to have this like control over it. I was um, having a conversation with a girl 
um, a couple of weeks ago and she has a coaching business and she was saying she was just so attached to like the business and the outcome and Mm -hmm. everything that was going on in it that she actually had to do like an energetic cord cutting, Mm -hmm. which is where you sort of visualize cutting the cords between you and the business so that you do have a bit of space there and you're not as, you know, it's, you're not as in it. So there's a little bit of space there. A little bit of detachment. Yeah, it's not as serious. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, well, let's do the parts integration. Okay. We'll see if like these two parts have the same highest intention and if we can actually bring them together and hopefully this isn't like a, an ongoing sort of, um, yeah, inner conflict for you. Okay. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how committed are you to resolving this issue today? I would say a 10. Awesome. That's what we want to do. I feel like just bringing it into, like when we started talking about it, I feel like the awareness part of just kind of thinking about it has already like kind of made me feel better in in a way. Cool. Absolutely. And sometimes that's all it, it takes. And like I know with um, coaching, it's like sometimes we just need that like you said, awareness to what's actually going on and why we might be doing the things that we do. And so it's amazing that you already have that awareness and you can reach that place on your own. Um, And then if we can bring in a tool and this just helps like connect the dots a little bit more, then that's awesome too. Um, But yeah, awareness is so, so powerful. It's like, yeah, the most important thing. For sure. And it all starts with awareness as well. Like if you're not aware of what's actually going on, how can you start to make changes in your life? Yeah, totally. So true. Okay. So just to confirm, there's a part of you that loves leading your brand with diabetes. Yes. And there's another part of you that uh, is feeling a little bit boxed in, which can sometimes cause you to, um, I guess, doubt yourself when it comes to posting, even changing the URL and just considering maybe changing the whole diabetes, the brand around diabetes. Yes. And not so much the brand, just, um, I, yeah, like, well, maybe it is the brand, but not like what the brand does, but like just making it like I changed my URL to my name. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah. That's a safe bet, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Now I'll get you to close your eyes for this and we'll take a deep breath just to become like fully present and grounded in our body. Now, I wonder if I could talk to the part of you that feels like you're a little bit boxed in and defined by your diabetes. And I wonder if that part would like to come out and stand on one of your hands. Now, would it prefer to stand on your left hand or your right hand? I would say left hand. Perfect. So if you just want to bring your left hand out now. Okay. It's out. I don't know if people can see. (laughs) (laughs) Just trust that it is, guys. (laughs) Now, if that part of you, the part that feels boxed in by your diabetes and is a little bit doubtful when it comes to posting about diabetes because it's defining you if that part were to stand on your left hand there where exactly on your hand would it stand would it stand on the tips of your fingers the middle of your palm or the base of your palm 
I would say probably like the tips of my finger. Perfect. And as you look at that part, that's feeling boxed in by your diabetes, has that doubt around posting about it. Who does that part look like that you know? It could be a friend, it could be a family member, it could even be yourself, past, present or future. I think it's probably myself and the part of me that has like a fear of being judged. Perfect. And if they wanted to say something to you now, if Taja, that part of you that has a fear of being judged, what would she say to you now? Um, I think she would probably just reassure me that like I'm like I I know that I'm a lot more than just diabetes and that maybe my fear around it is just trying to keep me safe perfect and as you feel Taja in your hand notice in your left hand notice mm-hmm. that there's a weight to them are they heavy, light, or medium? Um, I would say probably heavy. Perfect. So, Taja, the part of you that has a fear of being judged, standing there in your left hand, on the tips of your fingers, feeling quite heavy now, is saying to you that uh, she's she's reassuring you that you're more than just your diabetes and. She's, but she's just trying to keep you safe. That's her, that's her goal at the end of the day. Now, I wonder if that part of you in your left hand realizes that there's another part of you that it's in conflict with. It's in conflict with a part of you that wants to achieve just loving leading your brand with your diabetes and putting it out there, that content with ease. And I wonder if that other part of you would like to come out and stand on the other hand now. Okay. Beautiful. Now, if that other part of you were to stand on your hand there, on your right hand, where exactly on the hand would it prefer to stand? On the tips of your fingers, in the middle, or the base of your palm? In the middle. Perfect. And as you look at that other part of you there on your right hand, who does that part of you look like that you know? Is it a friend? Is it a family member? Is it you, past, present or future? I think it's me, probably the future me. (laughs) Perfect. And if that future part of you, if that part of you in the future were to say something to you now, what would future Taja say? I think she would say that I need to, I think, just acknowledge the the other part a little bit more um, instead of just doing things, you know, just like take time to acknowledge it more. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just sort of recognizing that that is sort of happening and that that's okay. Is there anything else you'd say to you? Um, 
I think just acknowledging it and in and then like just moving forward instead of um instead of just sort of dismissing it, you know, like maybe acknowledge it more with um a little bit more empathy and love. Beautiful. Now, does that part in your right hand have a weight? No. And is it? It's light. Light. Okay, yeah. perfect. So that other part of you that has the goal of just loving posting about your diabetes and leading your brand with diabetes and just posting with ease as it sits in your right hand there in the middle of your palm and it's feeling nice and light and she's telling you that just acknowledge that there's that other part going on. It's okay. Just showing that other part of you a little bit of empathy, a little bit of love. Now I'd like you to come back and talk to the part of you on your left hand that feels boxed in and is a little bit fearful around being defined or judged by having your diabetes that's self-sabotaging a little bit when it comes to posting and putting it out there. And I wonder if that part could consider for you what its highest intention is. So that part of you in your left hand that's feeling a little bit boxed in, feeling a little bit fearful of judgment, what do you think its highest intention is? I think at the end of the day, it just wants to keep me safe. Um, that's probably the highest intention. And I feel the, the right hand also is like, um, just more like, just, you know, do you like, don't, don't worry about it because you know that you're so much more and you don't have anything to prove. (laughs) So don't worry about what other people are thinking or how they perceive Perfect. And that part of you in your left hand that just has the highest intention of keeping you safe, for what purpose would it want to keep you safe? Um, I think, why would it want to keep me safe? I think just, I don't know, safe from, I think maybe past like judgments or fears that I've had around that maybe just keeping me safe from like ever feeling that kind of stuff again. And why would it want to keep you safe from feeling those feelings again? I think at the end of the day, it obviously like cares about me and wants me to feel good about myself. And why would it want you to feel good about yourself? And why does it care about you? Um, because it's part of me. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. You're exactly where you need to be. And you're just at the boundary conditions point, which means that you're about to have a breakthrough. So this okay. is really cool. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just keep coaching you through it. So it obviously wants you to be safe and it wants to protect you and keep you safe from past judgments and those feelings, those internal feelings that come from those past judgments because it cares about you. And if someone cares about you or if there's this part of you that cares about you 
and it's caring. Why, why does it care? Um, I think because, I mean, it, it is part of me and ultimately wants the best for like my involvement, I think, and just who I am maybe. And why would it want the best for your involvement? Um, if someone wants the best for you and wants you to evolve and wants you to succeed and for you to be safe and they care about you, why, why do those, why do they feel those things towards you and for you? Why do they want those things? I think, I don't know, maybe, maybe that part is just afraid itself. So it, it's keeping me small or safe, <laughs> small and safe. Because at the end of the day, it wants to keep you safe and it cares about you because. Because. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. It's all good. So just to give you um, another example, if you if it was a friend or a loved one and you just wanted to keep them safe and you wanted to protect them from feeling those uncomfortable feelings of judgment and you just wanted, because you care about them, mm -hmm. why would you want all of those things for someone that you care and love? Yeah, because you love them and you just, you want to see them, you don't want to see them hurt. Right. Beautiful. Because I guess at the end of the day, it, it comes from a place of love, right? Mm -hmm. So you love that person. And because you love them, you want them to be safe. You, you care about them. You want to protect them. And that's what this part of you is doing. Mm -hmm. It's because that part of Taja that loves Taja is it's protecting you and it's trying to keep you safe. And, um, because it cares about you because at the end of the day, it's coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. So would you say that the highest intention is love? Yeah, I would say so. Beautiful. Now this other part of you on your other hand, the part of you that wants to celebrate your diabetes, that wants you to lead your brand with diabetes and put your diabetes-related content out there with ease. I wonder if that part could consider for you what its highest intention is, and I believe you actually mentioned it earlier on. Um, I think it's, I, well, ultimately maybe just freedom and, like, happiness because, you know, just sort of being yourself without, um, feeling constricted and not worrying about what other people are thinking or like, um, just like, it's like Taja has so many parts, like you don't need to, like people don't need to know all of, all of these parts. So just lead freely with whatever. Beautiful. Yeah. Freedom and happiness. Like yeah. what an amazing thing. Of course it wants you to be free and happy and and why? Why would that part of you want you to have freedom and to be happy? 
Definitely also, too, coming from a place of love. Yes, exactly. So the highest intention of that part of you is also love. Did those two parts actually realize that they had the same highest intention for you, which is love? I don't think so. Like, I don't think they even really considered one another. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because they were in conflict. Yeah. But what we realize in doing this exercise is that they actually have the same highest intention. They're just going about it in different ways. Yeah. And did they know that being in conflict with one another, that they were actually preventing you from achieving your highest intention, which is love? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and would those two parts be willing to work together now in order for you to achieve achieve this highest intention, which is love? Yeah, definitely, I would say, for sure. Awesome. I love that yeah. so much. And I wonder, could the part of you that's been self-sabotaging look over at the part of you that wants to achieve the goals to put your diabetes content out there with ease? And could they actually see some resources that this other part of you has and that could use it in helping you to achieve the highest intention of love? Probably. I think just um, like letting go of that weight of like, feeling like I'm just one thing will be enough for like, you know, for that feeling to maybe dissolve. Right. It is safe. Yeah. It is safe and you are protected. It's safe to let go of that part because at the end of the day, they both have the same highest intention and that is love Mm -hmm. and to help people. Now, notice that your hands start to come together as these two parts of you share some resources with each other. Beautiful. And I wonder if the part of you that wants you to put your diabetes content out there with ease could look at the part of you that has been a little bit doubtful and feeling a bit boxed in and self-sabotaging a little bit and see some resources that it could use to help you achieve the highest intention, which is love. And I want you to allow those two parts of you to share those resources. They can communicate with each other. You can visualize it. Let them have a bit of a conversation. They can hug, hug it out. And when you're ready, ask yourself, is there anything else that these two parts of you need to share or need to acknowledge in order to come together and unite now? I don't think so. I feel pretty good. (laughs) Awesome. I love that so much. And just allow those parts to realize now that they were once part of a larger whole. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they have the same highest intention of love and they are both keeping you safe. They both want the same thing. And are there any other parts that we haven't already talked about that would like to join in on this integration or that might have some some resources to share? And if there is, just have them join in to this integration now.
And then if no other parts need to come in and join this integration now, I want you to visualize that that part of you that wants you to put yourself out there in your diabetes content. I want you to visualize that they're lending a hand out to the other part of you. They're offering them love. They're saying, let's come together now. And they're going to give each other a big hug. And I want you to bring your hands together and I want you to draw them into your heart space. And I want you to hold them over your heart and just visualize them integrating together now. They're coming together with the highest intention of love. And I want you to take that integration inside of you and breathe it in. And I wonder if your subconscious mind can trust that those two parts have now integrated and have united for the highest intention of love. Beautiful. And take your time when you're ready. You can open your eyes, come back to the present moment. Okay. Thank you. That was really powerful. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I could tell. I could see like your facial expression. Really? <laughs> yes. And that's how with this work you just, you know, because obviously you're focusing on these two parts and what's going on with them. And so you're not focused on like, you know, your facial expressions, but that's how I, I can read your body language to know, right. Yeah. We've, we've hit it. We've reached it. Like we know now that they, they are on the same path and that they actually have like the same intentions. Yeah. Um, powerful, right? Yeah. And it's so in, like, it makes so much sense now, <laughs> but like that one part, it, it's, it was like a confusing part, right? Like where I was just like, oh my God, like this is so silly. Um, but it makes sense now that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just trying to keep you safe and it's because it cares about you because it loves you. Just yeah. like that other part of you that wants you to put your stuff out there to help others, to help you express yourself because it cares about you and it loves you. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. Oh, oh, thank I'm you. So glad. I'm so glad. You'll have to keep me posted on um how you go and like the yeah. next time you go to do a, a diabetes related post, like let me know what comes up. Yeah, I will. Cause yeah, and it's so it's like I feel so much lighter. Like I, it's such a freeing feeling too because it's um it's just one of those things where it's like I don't even know how to explain it. Where it, it almost feels like it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know how like we, for example, it's like any sort of person who has type one diabetes or living with type one, it's like, it doesn't matter who they are, where they came from. We're still going to connect with them mm -hmm. where it's kind of the same thing with those two parts where it's like, at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter because we're all going to be so many other things. So it doesn't matter if you're just sharing this one part of you, you know? So just exactly let it go. <laughs> Totally, yeah. totally. And I guess we never actually take the time to consider that there could be two parts at play here mm -hmm. um, or to just really sit with it and to really sort of delve into it a little bit more to realize 
okay, why? And and like you said, at the end of the day, it really is kind of irrelevant where one part of you came from and where the other part of you came from. And that's what I love about this NLP work because it just gets right to the root cause and it's just like, let's just release it now or let's integrate it now. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite, it's quite instant. So yeah, really powerful stuff. Yeah. And you feel so much lighter. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Um, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you, um, that you had that breakthrough and that we're able to reach that part because often even going into these parts integrations myself, I'm like, I don't know if these two parts of you have the same intention. <laughs> yeah, right. And you'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. And then when at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we're humans and we are in this survival mode mm-hmm. and really all we want and need at the end of the day is besides food, um, water and shelter is love, mm-hmm. right? We just want to be healthy, um, sorry, healthy and happy. Yeah, It's all we really want at the end of the day. And I think we get so caught up in all of these other aspects of life that we forget that. Yeah. And it's, it reminds me too of how we can sometimes take things so seriously and so literal when it like, we're supposed to have fun. Like life is supposed to be fun and easy and flow. And so I feel like when I'm too attached to like certain things, it's like, oh, well, if I do this, then maybe they're going to think I'm that or like blah, blah, blah. And then it becomes this serious, so serious when it's really not that serious at all. (laughs) So yes, yes, I completely agree. And like, as we said before, with the limiting beliefs around diabetes, like you and I have obviously worked through a lot of our limiting beliefs, but as, as you know, as well, it's like talking to other diabetics in the community on social media, a lot of them haven't, or they don't even really realize that they're occurring. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's what you and I are both on a mission to do. It's to, to help other diabetics, um, to work through some of those things to help them move forward because it doesn't have to be that way. Like you can be so happy and healthy and free living with diabetes. Yes, totally. And it, yeah, that reminds me of just, because for years I always told my, I was like, I like, I accept diabetes, but it wasn't until I found social media and I saw people posting photos of their pump. And then I was like, but wait, I don't think I have because I try to hide it. And then that, that awareness was like, oh my God. And then I was able to work through that, but it was just interesting to see like certain areas along my own journey that I thought I was farther along (laughs) than I was. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. And we're always trying to convince ourselves or we think we believe something, but then it's not until like we behave in a certain way that we realize there's that indicator, that little message or that little signal going off that, hey, actually, maybe this is still a little bit of a limiting belief or a little bit of a problem for you. So that's why it's really important to pay attention to our behaviours and our habits because we might think that we believe something, but if we're acting in a way that indicates that we don't believe that, then there's maybe still some work to do. And that's okay as well. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. It's so powerful and so helpful. So (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So simple because I imagine – this process that you just took me through, it seems like such a simple process that could unpack a super complicated issue. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And just, yeah, at the end of the day, like bringing 
bringing that awareness mm-hmm. to a situation and just being like, ah, oh, okay. Like it, it's, it's so simple, like you said, but can be so powerful because you, you didn't realize before that those two parts that were at conflict actually had the same intention and motivation and wanted the same thing. So it's like, Hey, why not work together? Yeah. Yeah. And who would think that they would be working together? Cause they're completely different <laughs> on different ends of the spectrum. Exactly. They weren't friends before. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank well, you. I'm so glad. Um, drink lots of water. Okay have some rest because sometimes when we do this work and we go deep, you, there can be a little bit of an emotional hangover. So just, I guess, be aware of that and look after yourself over the next couple of days and let me know if anything comes up and how you're feeling. Yeah. I'll keep you posted. Thank you. And then, um, for everyone listening, how can they connect with you? Yeah, sure. So um, Instagram would be the best place. So um, I am at Serendipity Coaching. So that's S-A-R-A-N-D-I-P-I-T-Y. But yeah, Instagram is probably the best place. I do have a website and I take coaching clients doing this kind of work. So yeah, reach out anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) For sure. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. You are amazing. And I hope that this episode was helpful to you. And I hope it was exactly what you needed to hear today. And I just wanted to say, okay, so Sarah and I are actually going to be doing weekly lives on Instagram where we are going to talk about limiting beliefs. We're going to talk about these things that nobody really talks about, stuff that we've personally experienced and common limiting beliefs related to diabetes, share stories that we've both experienced that relate to these limiting beliefs and we're going to share different ways that we've been able to overcome them and it's just going to be a really fun place to come and chat and connect and share and feel entertained and feel like you're not crazy or you're not alone. The last one we did we were talking about dating and super awkward things that have happened but you can find that one on our Instagram it should be up there. So if this is a topic that resonates with you and maybe you find it entertaining maybe you're struggling with some of your own but we're gonna be on instagram i would love for you to join us so be sure to check our ig to find out when the next live will be i will link to both of our instagrams in the show notes i'm at taja kato and sarah is at serendipity coaching on instagram i can't wait to see you there and until then I love you. I will see you next week or talk to you next week. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.